Hey everybody. Sorry for the delay. I know this is like an unscheduled live stream. But um I decided to do one because the D23 happened and so I just wanted to talk about it for the little news that we got for Star Wars. So if you are new, welcome. This is Kita's Black Alliance. My name is Kita. Um, I do the Tea Across the Galaxy. I talk about news, but I do that as a live stream. And I also have my Resistance Book Club um, for when there are new books coming out. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I couldn't read the last two, but when the uh, High Republic come in, I hopefully will be refreshed and ready to go to um, start reading again. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, next week, yes, I didn't forget. Next week is Andor. So I am thinking of doing either a watch along or just a review or both. I'm still trying to see because I still want that to be on a YouTube. So I'm, I have to, um, I have to check and see how to do that. If not, I'm probably just going to have to put the review up on YouTube and then just do the live stream watch along on Twitch. So, but um, welcome everybody, uh, wherever you are listening to. Um, thank you for tuning in. And yeah, so the week has, I don't know how everybody week is going. Mine's is it's going okay. I feel a lot better. Um, m- me and my daughter, our cold has gone away. Thank God. Um, we did a trail, a two-mile trail. And she actually did the whole two miles, which I was so shocked. But not really because if it's just me and her, she will stop like halfway. She won't even make it back. She'll just put herself in a stroller and just call it a day. But her grandfather was there. Haven't seen her since she was born. So, you know, she was just like, no, I'm going to keep up with you. And so she walked the whole two miles. So that was good. And, um, yep, tired her out. So I was happy about that. (laughs) So, um, and we kind of needed that after that long winded cold that we had. I mean, when I tell you we was sick, we were sick. Oh my God. So, um, thankfully my husband wasn't sick, but it, it seemed like he is starting to come down with a little something because this weather is changing. Um, every day. That's Colorado for you. So, um, yeah, and it was pretty good. Um, let me see. What else? I was trying to, I think I caught up with a lot of my TV shows. I watch a lot. It's a lot. I really need to chop it down. Like, 
the fact that I have to try and combine <laughs> with her tunes, I call it the tunes, you know, like all the songs and stuff. So, you know, I do let her watch her tunes in the morning. And then there's like this winded break of pretty much when she goes down for the nap. But mind you, I can't even hear anything. I watch a lot of things in subtitles, which helps a, a lot. So then I just use that time to either take a power nap or <clears throat> or and um, watch the uh, episode. So I had just watched Harley Quinn today. I still have Grownish to watch. And let me see. Oh, I just watched She-Hulk this morning. And I think that's it. Oh, and I think C should be coming out. I thought they do that every Wednesday. Uh, They should be having a new episode this week. Well, either way, this week. Gotta watch that. Um, Yeah. And those are the main ones. And then, of course, House of the Dragon. Yo, I am so in House of the Dragon. Like, that is the show. I love that show. Um, Yeah, very huge Game of the Thrones fan. So I'm here for the whole Targaryen. I, I just love it. I love the whole, you know, lore of it. <clears throat> so, yeah, really, really, it's, you know, it's like good. Good shows. Maybe that's why I watch so much because there's so many good things coming out. Um. Oh, and then she binge. Well, I binge. Actually, we both binged. <laughs> she likes the Boss Baby, so they had that on Netflix, and we watched that. I had to say I like that season a lot better. Um, we're almost finished with Document Stuffins. Again, this is like the second time that we're watching it. And there's a whole lot. We've been, like me and my husband has been watching a lot of like cooking shows on Netflix. And yeah, I, sad to say, yes, I am a huge fan of all real housewives. It's just something to get through. Like you can actually fall asleep and, and pick back up where you left off. Because it's, you know, it's just reality. It's just stupidness. But it's just something. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's it. And then next week will be Andor. So, yeah. Um, so, out of that, uh, new wig. Love it. From Beauty Forever. Put it on. It's really nice and natural, too. It didn't take me that long to put it on, either. I really liked it. I was going to do it for a Star Wars and chill, but I had it in a box for quite a while. And I really wanted to um, change it up because I can't stand that other wig. I'm actually in the process of looking for another one or doing a crochet wig. Probably do a crochet wig. Those are a little bit easier. I don't have to glue anything. But um, yeah, love it. Enjoy. I've been loving this one. Nice and, you know, the curls and everything. Um, But yeah, that's it. 
So let's get into it. D23. Underwhelming. You know, this is the second time that they've been underwhelming for me. They haven't really done too much for Star Wars. I think... I thought they were going to show something for the Acolytes. I think a lot of us were. Because you go ahead and you put out a Manla Stenberg, amazing young actress, love her. So she finally comes out for the Star Wars celebration. So it's like, oh, okay, so we're heading in the right direction. So I think the next idea was when D23 happens, Disney Plus Day, however you want to call it, they're going to show something. No. Nope. Mm -mm. Didn't show anything. In fact, all they had was, okay, it was just rumors. See, that's the tea. <laughs> they just had rumors. So the rumors, which is one, uh, Jody Turner-Smith. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was it. You know, like, it, I think what it is, is she is in talks. She's in talks. Let me, um, trying to share my screen. <clears throat> so, yeah. Trying to hide these. I hate when you can get into an article and they want to show like 50,000 ads and stuff. So, yeah, Jody Turner Smith, she's in talks. So, that's a rumor. I mean, usually for her, when I hear that it's a rumor, it's usually true that she is in talks. It's just at this point, it's really just up to her if she's able to do it because of uh, scheduling if anything, because um, I do know that one of the roles that she was up for, um, she kind of had to back out because it was a conflict in her scheduling. And so it's really, at this point, it's just up to her. I hope she is. Listen, I didn't watch Queen, Queen and Slim, which I really have to, I have to watch that. But, um, but I've seen her in other other roles and she's really 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 good um so of course they're not going to talk about it because again she's in talks so you know um and uh, other other than that like they i was just trying to see if there was anything else but it's pretty much from what i was reading that um she in talks they're set to film in next month, October. So that means that they should have somewhat of a solid cast at this point. 
if you putting in Jody Turner Smith, I would assume that it's just, you know, maybe something in the storyline just kind of indicates that, you know, you needed another person, you know. Or, um, or maybe she was replacing somebody, you know, that was on there potentially, but then had to back out, maybe. So I don't know. It's just very interesting that they don't have a cast. I w- wish there was a cast. Um, so that way we can, you know, talk about that. But there's no, there's no cast. Okay. Acolyte is starting to turn out to be this most anticipated for a lot of people, especially for me. But I see like a lot of people are anticipating this and they kind of dropped the ball. So that means now you definitely got to put something out next year for Star Wars Celebration. Okay. At this point, Star Wars Celebration, you have, what is this, September? So all the way till May. What is that? September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. I figured that was nine months. So you have nine months. So now you, you have no choice. There needs to be a cast. There needs to be a trailer, a teaser trailer. No concept art. Don't bore me with concept art. I love concept art, but not at that point. I need I need a teaser trailer. So then um the next thing that they done drop, you know, absolutely nothing on was Ahsoka. What? Heffa. Like, what planet did we think that we were on? Isn't Ahsoka coming out in the spring? How is it that you just only have a teaser trailer for Mandalorian Season 3? Then, wait, Star Wars Celebration, even though I wasn't there, but the only thing that anybody could talk about was the Mandalorian trailer that was put out, which I would assume is some parts in there, or if not all of it, from that trailer is this trailer here that they put out. Then the other thing that they couldn't stop talking about was the Ahsoka teaser. So you couldn't show us the trailer that you had put out for Star Wars Celebration to the whole world? Because not everybody can go to the Star Wars celebration, people. Come on. You know, show that. You know, get us going. So everybody can enjoy something. But I would think at this point, like the teaser that they did show in Star Wars celebration should have been a little bit more added footage. Because from what I was hearing... That was definitely a teaser. It's just not, you know, wasn't much. I don't think there was any talking or anything in there. 
no dialogue. Okay. I don't know. It's just so weird. Okay. But then all of a sudden, here comes this tea of we have, who is this kid? Um, so that way I don't mess his name up. Because I saw on my Twitter that uh, Mina Masao, who played Aladdin, he um, was like, oh, thank God, because now everybody don't have to keep speculating that it's me going to be playing Ezra. All right. So now apparently this kid is rumored to be Ezra Bridger. And I was like, OK, he looks. Say the truth, he really does look look like him. And even for that, whatever his age is, wait, hold on, because he look like he can, whatever his, this boy's age is, considering that he has a mustache and all of that, I would assume he's in his 20s. So, Iman, I hope I said his name right, Iman Esfandi. Um, so I don't know how true that is. That's a little bit of a tea. Um, and, but that wasn't at the D23. So, <clears throat> as far as we know, this still the same people that are still tied to this series is Rosario Dawson, of course, um, Natasha Louis Bordizo as Sabine, Ray Stevenson, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which is um, Ewan McGregor's wife or partner as they want to call each other yeah I swear me and my husband had this whole conversation about that the partner thing um and Hayden Christensen no like we really did he swears up and down I just have to say this like he swears he's like nah partner that's just you know with the LBGTQ community like that's how they refer to each other I said no I said believe it or not there are a lot of heterosexual couples that refer to each other as partners. And he was like, well, they're not married. I said, no, they are married. They just refer to each other as partners. Yeah, I swear we was going back and forth. I said, okay, <laughs> let you have that one. Um, but yeah, and then Hayden Christensen. So we know that there's most likely flashbacks, you know, and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, that was it, the Ezra, Ezra thing. So it's not like he came out on stage or anything. That's just a little bit of tea that, you know, somewhat of a rumor. Um, you know, because ain't nothing else was being said about it. <sighs> we needed more. We needed more. Like, Star Wars got to do better. Y'all got to do better with these celebrations, the D23s. We got to do better. Like, y'all sh should have been showing up to show out heavy. Oh, my God. So then, <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I don't think I've ever been this disappointed. But I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. 
Mm -mm. I feel like they could have did better. In fact, they could have ended it with either the Acolytes or Ahsoka. One of them. That's just in my opinion. No, they didn't do any of that. Oh my God. So then I guess the only thing now from the D23 is, excuse me, I got a little hair in my eye. Um, Jude Law, so he comes out and he talks about, apparently he's going to be uh, in Peter Pan and Wendy. And um, that's for the Disney. So he'll be doing that. And then also he comes out on stage and says that he's, you know, going to be in the skeleton crew. I was like, okay, most likely you'll be the bad guy. It's like nowadays, he's just going to be the bad guy. I think he just likes being a bad guy. But, um... So he's set to lead the cast. So this is, I'm reading from Variety. So he's set to lead the cast of the Disney Star Wars series Skeleton Crew about a group of children finding their way home after being lost in space. Out of Lucasfilm presentation at the D23 Expo on Saturday, a first look of the acclaimed British actor in the upcoming series was veiled. Unveiled. Sorry. So... Uh, I don't want to play it for the, because of the copyright, but, um, yeah, so it's really, I don't even want to show that, um, only because, like, I like Drew Law, I think he's, he's really good, he's a really good actor, um, it's just that nowadays, (laughs) I see that he's been picking a lot of villain roles, you know, like, uh, Oh my God, Captain Marvel, he did. He was a bad guy. And a few others. I think like the last time he was a good guy was Sherlock Holmes as Watson with Robert Downey Jr. Because that's the only one that I can think of. And that's years ago. Because anywhere else that I've seen him in, he's always playing a bad guy. Yeah. So, if he happens to be a good guy, that would be surprising. But okay, so he's going to be in Skeleton Crew. And I think um, John Watts had came out. So apparently he's not taking a break from the Spider-Man Far From Home. <clears throat> I still think he needs to take a break. There's this, like, this thing, this fine line of, like, you Sir, you do realize you directed a whole trilogy. You need some rest. Just rest. Take a break. But, you know, they don't want to miss out on anything. Okay. So, we get Jude Law. All right, that's great. Now, I thought they were going to talk about 
the Bad Batch. Then there's no news about the Bad Batch. But what do we get instead? We get Tales of the Jedi. I was like, okay, let's just see. Let's just see. We don't know. Um, you know, I didn't. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to, you know, do anything. I was just like, all right, let me just see what they got going on with this. So watch the trailer. Awesome. Awesome. I know a lot of people keep saying you have to read. Isn't this weird? I'm a reader. I love the Star Wars books, but I have never read the Count Dooku book. Now I'm going to have to read it. And I and the funny thing is, is I started the first couple of pages like a month ago. Because I just, for some reason, had this time, a brief period to just read. Um, and I just read like a little bit of it and I got really into it. So I'm going to read that. <clears throat> because um, Tales of the Jedi is coming out October 26th. I couldn't believe that it was coming out that um that soon. But it is. Okay. But it's real good, you know. So we get to see a young Qui-Gon, a young Dooku. Mace Windu is in it. Ahsoka is in it. A young, very young Ahsoka. So I'm assuming Ashley Eckstein is going to be voicing or we'll see. Or it could be like even a younger, because um, I don't know if she can uh, do like a real baby, baby voice. But um, if she could, kudos to her. That's that's fantastic that she can still do that for that for that character. Um, and then we also get to see um, Anakin and Anakin training Ahsoka, and one of the I think that was very, very strategic on their part with that trailer, especially that particular scene of her, of Ahsoka, and Anakin, where Anakin is training Ahsoka, and then it's that very specific move that she does, fighting the troopers. It's the same thing that she did in... Uh, the final season of the Clone Wars, where she had to fight off her other brothers, you know, the um, the clone troopers. So I was like, okay, now we see where it had came from. That was that was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed that. But the Count Dooku, that's gonna be. And it's shorts, too. It's, it's, it's nothing but shorts. I always have found Dooku to be very misunderstood. So I hope that for people who probably, because even though I haven't read the book, but maybe in the book it does explain it. I know for a fact that reading Master and Apprentice, 
you can kind of tell that Dooku is a little misunderstood through the eyes of Qui-Gon. That is very, very, very important. And you see it in the, because when I saw it in the trailer, I'm like, I know that look. I know that look from Qui-Gon. It's the same look that I read, you know. So this here seems very fascinating to me. Like, I, I'm here for it. Where they kind of drop the ball on live action, they make up for it in animation. I can see that this here is probably going to be one of their best. Um, because I think it was the same for Visions, Star Wars Visions, which that one was awesome. <laughs> Very over the top. But if you watch anime, come on. Like, everything is over the top in the anime. So what you get in anime is the same thing you're going to get in Star Wars Visions. Um, But it was so good. It was so good. So then you get it, you know, with the Tales of the Jedi, you can see, like, this is going to be, like, some hardcore stuff. In fact, The way, like, this felt felt more like Clone Wars, the final season. Because to me, the Clone Wars final season, once it got towards after that third episode of Ahsoka dealing with those two, the sisters, anywhere after that, it was, like, tense. It's like, you can... Cut, you know, through that because everything was just like on 10. That's how the Tales of the Jedi look. So I, I think they are pushing it. Um, whereas the anime rating, I think it's going to be a little bit more adult than it is kids. You know, because to me, like the final season, even though it's it's animation, yeah, there are some kids that can watch it. Um, but you can tell that they were really pushing it. But it seems as though with Tales of the Jedi, no, it looked like they're taking it there, because I don't think you can tell uh, um, Dooku's story without it having. Some violence, which you kind of see in the trailer. So, yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. I can't wait to see that. Can't wait, and we don't have that far to go. <laughs> October twenty sixth. That's when it's coming out. So, I I will definitely definitely do my review on that. Um, and then the. The last thing is the Mandalorian trailer. What? We getting more Mandalorian. Listen, when I saw the Ren clan, it's like, yes, 
So I, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait. Everything about it, them falling out of the of the vessel or the ship, all the Mandalorians falling out and using their jetpacks and whatnot. Oh my god, that was awesome. Everything about it. Everything about it. And it just looks very tense. I mean, it looks like Bo Katan is like she's just trying to she just wants that dark saber. I think that's just her ultimate goal. It's just she needs that lightsaber. I mean the dark saber. Um and she doesn't want she's conflicted because she doesn't want to do harm to him, to Dinjarin or Mando, because you know, he did help her and she helped him. So it's kinda like you know, the debt is paid and everything, but also too, like Mando is a nice dude, you know, and he said like, just take the damn thing. I don't want it, but you know, she's like, "Mm -mm." so clearly it's the whole point that she should have never taken the saber to begin with because they're saying that that was the reason for the destruction of Mandalore and she's the she's the cause of it so anywhere from this point on she will have to fight to get the dark saber now i may just go off the left field because With Sabine coming into Ahsoka, and we do see her family in this one. I'm pretty sure that that's the Ren plan. If anything, we'll probably see the mother and father and brother. Um, Who's going to really hold that saber? I don't know. Because it may not be him. It may not be Mando that does that. It will probably be someone else who is worthy of it. I know a lot of people wanted Grogu to do it, but no, because he's still a kid. Um, and this is just my theory. Because Sabine held, used the Darksaber she held on. She did the training with um with Kanan, used it to fight Saxon. Um and now it went, you know, went to Moff Gideon to now it going to um to Mando. Sorry. I was trying to figure out these names because it's all going from one person to the other. So what if it went to Ezra? That's just my theory. The reason why I say that because the very first person to hold the dark saber was Jedi 
and Mando. Now, I know Ezra is not a Mandalorian, but <clears throat> he could. Sabine doesn't want it. Sabine made it very clear she doesn't want it. Or it could go back to Sabine because then as she has gotten older, she may have realized that she may need to do that to restore Mandalore for the sake of her family. I don't know. So Ezra could do it because he's grown so much. And he would, I think he would be helpful. It's not like he has a home, anywhere to go. Or, hmm, I don't know. I mean, if it goes to Bo-Katan, I don't know. Because her, she may be a good person, but I think, think her ideals may not translate in the way that it is good, that it may hurt people, but I don't know. You know, we'll see. But other than that, trailer was awesome. You know, I love how she went ahead and told Grogu, like, you think your dad is the only Mandalorian? I was like, oh, Lord, why are you doing that to that boy? To that boy? He's just a kid. Leave him alone. Leave Grogu alone. Before he goes ahead and choke and chokes you <laughs> with the force. Um, and then you see her sitting on the throne. Because it looked like the same throne from the Clone Wars. You know, in that throne room. Where Ahsoka and, and Maul was standing in there. Even Titan. I don't know. It's just like very interesting where this, where this can all go. I'm pretty sure, like, this whole end game is going to be, like, with Thrawn. Like, I really think Thrawn is, like, the Thanos in this situation. So, either way, somebody has to come together and bring all the Mandalorians together for this to happen. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. do love the trailer. So, Mandalorian will be coming out February, I think it's February 23rd or something like that. But nonetheless, February 2023. Cannot believe it's going to be 2023 next year. It's crazy. So, um, yeah. I think that's about it for the D23. Let me just make sure that I have it. I talked about everything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Andor. So this was cool. Andor had, um, so they come out, and apparently, not only did they come out with a trailer, but they came out with this 10-minute, um, clip. I don't want to put it out, because then I'm going to get copyright. I do apologize, but it's awesome. It's on, um, Disney Plus anyway, because that's where I watched it at. Or you can go on YouTube. Um... 10-minute clip between him, uh, Andor, and um, Skarsgård. Forgot the, uh, what his character's uh, name is going to be in this. 
And um, and then I read up a little more that that 10 minute clip, which is awesome, played in IMAX theaters for when they had re-released Rogue One in preparation for the Andor. That is awesome. Let me tell you. If you've never been to an IMAX theater, and let me tell you what an IMAX theater is. It's not a small-ass theater. If they tell you that it's IMAX, they're lying to you. IMAX theater is huge. It's stadium huge. My experience, because I'm a New Yorker, born and raised, so they have one in Times Square. Actually, not Times Square, Lincoln Center. So clearly you can go to Lincoln Center. I used to walk from school because I used to go go to John Jay. Um, and I think that's because I used to go to that theater all the time. So when they first started the IMAX, I was there when they first started IMAX. And, um, yeah, I used to walk from Columbus Circle and go straight down to Lincoln Center and then, you know, watch a movie and stuff. So that IMAX theater is an IMAX theater because it's only one. It's not multiple theaters. The IMAX one because it's so huge. It's just on its own floor. That means it's got its own escalator to go up to, its own concession stand, and it's nothing but seats. It's like a stadium. So when you sit down, it's this huge, massive, massive, massive screen. And if you're there before the screen turns on, like when the the movie itself, because it doesn't start until it gets to, I think, like the last two trailers and then the movie starts. So when it gets to the last two, then you'll see the screen open up even more. Dude, do yourself a favor. If anybody, you're not New Yorkers or if you are, do yourself a favor. Go and watch a movie in the IMAX theater at Lincoln Center. You'll understand what I'm talking about. You'll never want to leave. You'll never want to go to another one. And I've been to others out here in Colorado, but no. <laughs> I was like, you call this an IMAX theater? Hell no. This ain't no damn IMAX theater. Anyway, um, I was, so to make my point, years ago when, um, It was The Dark Knight Rises, I do believe. I did see two. Um, because this is not the first time they, that they showed 10-minute clips of something, of a movie. In fact, no, that wasn't the first one. The first one that I did see was The Mission Impossible. And I think it was... The one where Paula Patton, Ghost Protocol, that was the one. And they showed a 10-minute clip of that, of him on the building. 
and him having to like, you know, sway back and forth and then, you know, come back on. Um, so they showed that. Then they showed a 10 minute clip of the Dark Knight Rises of Bane on the plane, you know, and all of that, that whole beginning scene. Um, and then they went ahead and showed the movie after. Because I remember that one with the uh, the Dark Knight Rises and where, because it was crowded. Because I do believe, like, I'm always watching a movie that are, you know, it's like, it's got to be either a DC, Marvel, whatever. Something that's, like, super blockbuster. And I remember somebody was just, somebody had screamed out, wait, is this movie? I thought we was watching, da, 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 da. and then everybody was like, nah, I think it's just a clip. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, oh, okay. And, um, but when the clip was over, everybody was just like giving a standing ovation because it was just like in your face. It was so good. Um, so I can only imagine with this Andor, the 10 minute clip, how it was projected on that IMAX screen. Oh my God. Oh my God. That that seemed awesome. I wish I would have seen the Game of Thrones. Because I remember they put the last two episodes of one of the seasons in theaters. Oh, my God. But can you just imagine watching Battle of the Bastards or Winds of uh, the Long Night on an IMAX screen? And then watch Arya go in for the kill. Come on, really? That would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, so they showed the new clip. I thought that was pretty cool. That's definitely some good marketing. I didn't think that they would, but that's that's definitely some good marketing. Um, so that means they really, like, really, 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 truly believe in this show. Because they're promoting the hell out of this show. I have never seen this much um, publicity for for Star Wars show. Because even with Mandalorian, I don't even think there was that much from my understanding. Yeah. I don't remember it being that much. Because it was so hush-hush and everything. Yeah. I really don't remember. But, um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, and then, like I said, next week, doing a whole watch along. I'm doing it on Thursday. I can't do it Wednesdays, but I'm doing it on Thursday. If I'm able to do it Wednesday, because we did have to do, like, a little, me and my husband had to do a little bit of switch up just this week but we'll see if I can't do it Thursday I'm pretty sure he'll probably be like you know if you want to do Wednesday it's fine we'll see um but either way still watching it doing a review um so yeah can't wait um what else oh and then another little tea so it looks like it must be a rumor or could be talking, trying to sign on a dotted line. Squid Game actor. 
um the main he's the main guy let me see if i could find i did have his name here but um I don't want to mess it up. Lee Jung Jae. Lee, um, the lead actor in Squid Games. <clears throat> yeah. Let me see if I can pull that up. Which I think that's awesome. If it is true. Boom. Boom. There we go. So Lee John Jay, I guess he will be joining the Acolytes. So he will be a lead male. All right. That's cool. Um, So that's just a little tea. I mean, I don't know. It's really nothing much to go on because, you know, we just don't know. Other than that, they're just, you know, I don't know what they're trying to do. And to me, I feel like they should have had this done during the summer. And in that way, they could have, you know, put um, brought out Amanda and Jody and Lee John Jay um, onto the stage and, you know, would have done something. But. You know, I guess because of the fact that the filming is going to be starting next month, so they don't want to do anything, say anything. I get it. I get it. We just thought that they had, you know, would have started after the Star Wars celebration, after they brought on Amanda Stenberg on stage. That's what I was thinking. Who knew that they were going to be like, you know, waiting all the way to the fall to do. But I guess you have to do like the whole pre-production and everything. All right. And still probably have, have a whole lot of writing, rewrites and things like that. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Other than that, that was it for D23. Um, And, you know, the little side tea that they had sprinkling all all over the web and everything uh i think that's it on my yep that is it on my list um do i still think like after all of this just still talking about it that d23 was a little bit of letdown for star wars yeah um i don't know so now the question is with it's like what's gonna happen with Star Wars celebration? What's gonna be that panel? Because I was just so underwhelmed, I don't even care about this, the D twenty three. Now I'm just looking forward to what they're gonna put out on um, you know, for May fourth. Then uh also too, it's gonna be in London. Don't be mad if they go ahead and put out, like, a whole bunch of great, awesome footage and everything in London, you know, for people that are in the U.S. that probably can't make it. Um, 
But yeah, like, what are they going to put out there? I don't know. Like, this is, it's very interesting. I mean, happy that they are um, doing it in London, you know, for people that are UK bred. At least y'all, you guys will get to enjoy the festivities and everything. Um, You know, I'll just be looking, (laughs) looking and hearing, hearing what's going on in the news. Um, but yeah, it's just like one of those, it's such a goddamn letdown. Jesus. Oh my God. Such a letdown. (sighs) Now I'm going to assume because that's what we do. That's what a lot of people do. I hate to do it though. Now, because Mandalorian coming out February. I think they, I think it is the 23rd of February. Is he the 23rd? 20th. Now, what, how many episodes do Mandalorian do? I think it's eight. Eight or ten or one of those. So by that time. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the math in my head. By that time, it will be April when the finale hit. And I'm going to put it out there that Ahsoka will either do the same thing that they did with the Obi-Wan, which is release the two episodes during the Star Wars celebration because I think we'll probably get a cast very soon. It's either in the beginning of January, somewhere in in like the beginning, beginning of the year, end of the year, one of those. And then that Star Wars celebration, I think that's when it's going to like really hit, hit the fan. Um, also the acolytes, I think there's going to be at least like a teaser or something. They're going to have to show something. And, oh, I think the Bad Batch is coming out in January. I think it is. I think that's what they were saying. Which is part of the reason why Mandalorian is coming up, like, at the end of February. Okay. So that kind of makes sense. All right. So, yeah, that's what I think. I think that they're going to use the Star Wars celebration to kind of do the thing that they did with Obi-Wan. Release two episodes of it at Star Wars Celebration in between. That way everybody can enjoy talk about it and everything yep i think that's probably what they're gonna do yeah oh you know the one thing i did forget yeah i did forget isn't it one here no but it happened to just pop up in my head i'm surprised i didn't put that in my notes um they did show a documentary of the obi-wan a jedi's return i did watch it 
I thought it was very beautiful. Very beautifully done. Very emotional. Um, no, I didn't cry. I think I cried to um like I was emotional towards the end to where they were at the Star Wars celebration. And then Hayden, you know, he just like choked up a little bit because the fans embraced him. I think that's what it was. Other than that, it was so good to see Hayden and Hewan, like literally, like watching them to see each other for the first time and then see each other on a, for the first time on set because I thought that was beautiful where the scene in the episode of where Obi-Wan is like walking through the desert with little Leia, young Leia, and he thought he saw Anakin from afar. So that scene just happened to be Hayden's first scene. And he said, um, he asked, is um Hewan here? And then he so Deborah said, Yeah, like he's um something something miles, you know, to the east or something like that. So he's looking and then he's like, I don't even know. I can't even see. I don't know which one it is because every one of them had the mask, you know, had their mask on. And, but he said he did see people across. So what he did was um, he turned around and then he just called out, Obi-Wan. And then Ewan turned around and, and saw him. And then uh, it was, for him, it was like one of those surreal moments because it brought him back to to the prequels. And it was just one of those it was a beautiful moment i thought that was that was really touching but um the other one one of my other favorite moment is to see them on uh you know using the lightsabers fighting each other uh on the mat not on screen but on the mat i thought that was beautiful then it was good to see. Oh, so I thought that that was um. So when they showed um, oh boy, Uncle Owen and his wife. I forgot her name. I am so sorry. It's blinking on me right now. But um, when they were talking. I didn't realize that that was the same woman. I thought it was a different woman, but it was the same, the same one. So they really was able to get everybody back. Okay. And then, um, oh, but you know the funny thing? They didn't even, see, this is, I see you, Jimmy Smith. You don't want to be on camera anymore. It's like, I'm an old man. I don't even care. He didn't come on, no interview, no nothing. You just see him in one of the, you know, one of the shots and stuff. I wanted to hear how he felt about, like, coming back. Does anybody want to know how he felt coming back? Hey, Jimmy. Yo, my man, like, it's been 25 years. How, you know, how you doing? 
he gets to play Bail Organa again. And then in multiple others, because you know we're going to see him again. We're going to see see a lot of him. Nobody didn't want to ask? Nobody? Really? That would have been my first thing. Um, and what else? Oh, um, Moses Ingram. That was beautiful. You know, how she was able to get the role. And you see her training. Um, and then you hear hear her say what it was like, you know, to put on the the costume and everything. And you know, she still had to like pinch herself because she didn't, you know, she couldn't believe it. Like you could tell she's a huge fan. It's beautiful. Oh man, it's very beautiful. Still didn't like the story that they did for her. But you know. She's just a fan. She's just enjoying. And that's 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 the best thing. It's the only thing that you can do, you know? But she did good with what she was given. She really did. Um let me see. There's another part. Ooh, there's another part. Um oh uh O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, playing Roken. Um, I forgot her name. The one that played Tala. Uh, I thought that was a beautiful moment. <laughs> that was real nice. And uh, he was like, yes, it's not official until you go ahead and, you know, got these types of clothes on. I was like, right? Um, what else? Oh, man. Oh, and just watching them watch the prequels, like some of the prequels. And then the um when Ewan McGregor was talking about the, the lightsaber, because apparently he picked his lightsaber but didn't realize it was close to the one that um uh the older uh Obi Wan had. I forgot his name. I swear to you, every time I get on camera, because once I get off, I know I know I'm a know know the man's name. Um, but we gonna call him Old Man Obi Wan, Old Man Ben. Here we go. Um, so the lightsaber thing was pretty cool, and yeah, and then they showed that whole little post credit of, you know, them at Star Wars Celebration, and like I said, I I think that was. An emotional moment it was just to see that Hayden was choking up because the fans were now receiving him um, beautifully and warmly, humbly. It was that was a beautiful moment. That really was. Um, but yeah, do yourself a favor, watch it because it's it's a really beautiful documentary. It's really, really beautiful. I love when they when they show that. I love behind the scenes and everything. I really do. It's really touching. And it's in it's always um uh so cool to hear like certain scenes, you know, was probably like an improv somewhat or you know, or maybe the scene that you thought 
thought was cool ended up being like their very first scene together. You know, it's always like certain things like that or how they come about with the scenes. It's beautiful. Oh, and especially that third, uh, I think it was the third episode. I call it the Mike, Michael Myers episode <laughs> of what the Halloween scene of Vader just walking through the town, just killing people just to get um, bring out Obi-Wan. Yeah, I love that. And I love how she talks about that. Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow, listen, amazing woman. Amazing woman. She did a very good job with the show. She did. She really did. I enjoyed the show, just not as much as I wanted to enjoy it. It's just a few problems. And that is okay. It's okay. But she did a really good job. Fantastic. First woman to direct the whole Star Wars series. Isn't that crazy? Now. 2022. Now. Shouldn't be like But it is. And an Asian woman at that. And, you know, you had to appreciate how she um, came up with the planet Dayu. She was talking about, oh, you know, I just remember Hong Kong, you know, all these different places, markets, and blah, 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 blah. So it's like a whole replica. Of what she remembered. She just made up a whole planet. It's beautiful. Stunning. Stunning. Um, but yeah. It was it was great. That whole documentary was wonderful. So I'm gonna end it. End it with this. I think I touched on what I needed to touch on. Um you know. D23. It is what it is. Um, but besides that, the non-Star Wars stuff, I thought the Little Mermaid trailer was great. I cannot wait to see Halle, Halle Bailey kill it. I mean, the girl can sing. Just that little part. Ooh, child, that thing gave me goosebumps, honey. So I can't wait. My daughter was just looking in awe. You know, just she was just so amazed by it. I just I can't wait to watch it. Others, you know, Willow. Will I be watching that? I might watch it. I did watch the movie. I was a kid when it came out. Um, I may. I'll think about it. The Indiana Jones. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, did you... Like, did we actually see Harrison Ford get choked up and emotional? Did we really see that old grumpy man choked up for... (laughs) Okay. So I guess he had an epiphany. We'll just... We'll leave it at that. Um... I had enough of him. 
Who else? What else had came out? Um, oh, we watched Pinocchio. That's cool. I see they did a whole modern version of the Pie Piper. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. That was crazy. And trying to see. Was there something else? There were so many. Oh, we did watch um Thor Love and Thunder. I know there was more stuff that had came out. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder. That was it was okay. It was alright. It wasn't my favorite, but it was all right. Um, it was cool to see Natalie Portman back. Yeah, they really had to dump a buttload of money for her to come back. And and on top of that, I don't even think she was going to do it if that director was going to come back anyway. So, and Taika Waititi, when he directs, is more like joke jokes. He's such a jokey person. He's not... Not for everybody. I, I'm, yeah, he's not for everybody. So I can understand how why people, some people may not like the movie. Um, but Tessa Thompson, she's so amazing. I love her. She's so good. She is so good. Um, what else happened? I think that was all I had watched. Oh, I will be watching Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that's, that's my movie. I love it. The fact that all three of them is still around and still look amazing is insane. So I can't wait to watch it. Um, oh, and National Treasure. First off, I was already in because it's National Treasure. Never mind the white history. I just love, like, history. But I also love, like, the treasure hunt of it all. So that's why I love it. Um, but just the fact that Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be in it. Bam. I'm all there. Of course I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and it's a series. So it'll be great. Who knows? Nicolas Cage will probably come on there. You never know. Um, even John Voight. I don't even think like any of them, any one of them even the one who played, um, what's the kid name? The his uh, assistant, I forgot his name. But um, I don't think any one of them will probably be like, nah, I'm not getting back on there. I think they would. So may end up seeing one of them. Well, you know what? Let's see what Diane Kruger might do. And she might say no. But I think out of the like the three men, yeah, I don't think they will say no. I think they would do it. Um, what else? I think that was it for so the things that I am looking forward to. Um, since the D twenty three had came out, anything else besides that? I think we're all good. I think everything else is is fine. Hmm. But yeah. That's it. So um, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you really enjoy the video, please hit the like, comment, subscribe. Uh, I am on mostly a lot of platforms. 
I'm on Apple, uh, Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, anyone. Um, but I will be doing another live stream for the next couple of weeks uh, for the Andor. So just stay tuned for that. Um, and that is it. So please, everybody, enjoy your week. Have fun. I guess it's full now, so enjoy this weather change. Hopefully you don't get sick. If you do, please take care of yourselves, okay? All right, so this is it. This is the way. Peace.